This episode of the TDLA podcast is brought to you by the same company who brought you Rent-A-Bride and Rent-A-Leprechaun. Just in time for Christmas, we offer you Rent-A-Santa. There are so many reasons to rent a Santa, and we aren't here to ask questions or judge, only to provide a product to meet the need. So if you need a Santa at your next private event, be it a work party, bachelorette party, bar mitzvah, we have what you're looking for. And we offer all kinds of Santas, so you have the best selection to fit your specific need. All of our Santas are good with kids, animals, and senior citizens, and they've all been cleared by a thorough background check. And this year, we're offering a new service that doesn't exist anywhere else. We like to call it the Full Santa Experience. Basically what that means is that you can have an actual Santa Claus come to your house on Christmas Eve and set up your presents and fill your stockings for you, so you can get a full night's sleep while we do all the work. And if one of your kids wakes up in the middle of the night, they'll see an actual Santa, and the magic and wonder of Christmas isn't ruined. Just leave us a layout of your house, where you keep your presents, and how to get inside your house, and leave the rest to us. So call us now at 1-800-SANTA-4-U, or visit us online at www.rentasanta.com, and be sure to use the promo code DUDES to get 20% off your first purchase. Rent-A-Santa, here to make sure you don't fuck up Christmas. Hello and welcome, dear listeners, to this perfectly wrapped present we call the Two Dudes in L.A. podcast. This week's episode is a real stocking stuffer. First, the dudes catch up on what's been going on in their lives since the last episode, which was like totally forever ago. Then the dudes pay tribute to two very important people the entertainment industry has lost recently. Then, as you'd expect, the dudes drone on endlessly about fond memories of Christmas and their favorite things about said holiday. After that, Watson writes an empowering letter to Santa Claus. Then the dudes play Don't You Dare Laugh and try not to laugh at a man who can't pronounce defibrillator. Finally, they close with yet another excerpt from Reddit Writing Prompts. So warm your nuts by our fire, dear listener, and sip your hot chocolate as we sing you a Christmas carol aptly named the TDLA Podcast. And a happy new year, good tidings we bring to Christmas and your dears. Good tidings for Christmas and, and a happy Thank you, audience. Thank you for that. Hey! Woo! Welcome back, everybody, wow. to another episode of Tidula Podcast. The Tidula Podcast, where you get to eat a burrito and eat a burrito. Thank you. <laughs> and you, you don't know what's inside exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> because we haven't told you yet. You haven't listened we call to it, it yet. We call it the Misterito. The Misterito. <laughs> oh, man. Yes. Wow. It's been way too long. You know what I mean? I have I not stepped foot in my house <laughs> since the last time because I was like, that's, I'm not going to go back in until we record. That's all you use this place for is to record. Just to record. You know, I got a beach house out in Malibu and yep. uh, it's burnt down. Ooh, too soon. And uh, <laughs> welcome again, um, listeners, and to our live audience. Give yourself another you? round of applause. My goodness. Um, we told the audience that it was a ugly sweater theme this episode, yep. but... Yep. 
uh, our one of our main sponsors, St. Andrew's Nudist Colony, bought half the tickets. So it's a fun it's a fun mix of Once like again. ugly sweaters and just completely naked. Yeah, and folks. some of them you can't even tell. Some of them is like that guy over there. <laughs> is that eczema or is that an ugly sweater of of pickle Rick? I don't know. Uh, well, and I've been looking at this dude's sweater. What's up, dude? I think he's naked too. I think he's just I, very hairy. No, that yep. You okay. are here. He stood up for us. I was going to say, that is a very head. ugly sweater, sir. Good yeah. job. But no, now I realize. You are okay. full bush. That's <laughs> yeah. interesting. Like, well, is that Sean? a onesie? <laughs> exactly. Call it the Robin Williams. Hey, so, Sean. By the way, my name's Sean. That is Sean over there. And, and this is We're going to get to me in a second. Oh. Sean, who are you? How are you? Tell us all this stuff. You got some good stuff that you want to talk about today about what's going on in your life you got a lot of fun stuff going on well it's it's been a minute i mean i guess yeah. it's probably been almost a month it feels like Ugh. uh so sorry about that guys you know life happens uh we kind yeah, of just holidays fallen off the wagon so now we're just doing this whenever we get a chance and we mm-hmm. hope that you guys enjoy what we bring to you yes um the last one was the christmas episode or sorry halloween episode Halloween episode. oh my god and then i was wondering if we'd have time to do something for thanksgiving for during november but i was like what would we even so do crazy yeah we could talk about what we're thankful for for a few minutes but that's yeah. not a whole we did episode. our own thanksgiving <laughs> i made a bacon wrap turkey friendsgiving no i i did candied sweet potatoes oh, they I were know. so good oh, thank you you're welcome but yeah what's going on What's going on? And I'm Watson, by the way. Nice to see you. All. There, I was going for it. I was you. You, you wouldn't let I me, but this is it. this is Waddy McFly over here. Thank you. Okay. No applause. Okay. Um, <laughs> been good, man. Oh, sorry. No, it's okay. It's not like you control it. It's them. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a live audience. I don't know what they were doing, picking their noses. Um, no, I've been good, man. Just uh, uh, you know, still working at Best Buy, looking for other <laughs> looking for other stuff. I don't know if I talked about it or how much. I feel like I did mention it. I've been working on a project. I don't know yes. how much I said about it, but I don't think you said like who was for. Yeah. I think we just I just I think they knew it was an animation project. Okay. So I recently completed it, finally. Dang. Um, it's been sure. Applaud for him. Yeah. <laughs> well, not because I control the applause or anything. Right, no, no. We all know who's the favorite. We all know. <laughs> But yeah, it took me nearly six months because I was on and off with it. Yeah. Uh, but basically, back in I want to say May, this podcast called Tinfoil Hat with Sam Tripoli, they they put on their Instagram story, "Hey, if you're an animator, hit us up." Um, and there, Sam Tripoli is one of the biggest comedians in the world right now. He's been on Joe Rogan. He's friends with all those guys. Um, but this, yeah, his podcast Tinfoil Hat is about conspiracy theories. And I love listening to it because I'm intrigued by conspiracy theories. I, I, I we talked about them for a little bit yeah, in a, little a previous bit. episode. Um, I don't necessarily believe anything, but I'm open minded to things, and I like hearing all sides of the story. You know, yeah. so they do that. And being as he's a comedian, they like they put a fun, they give it some fun flavor. So I enjoy that one, and uh, they have on some fun guests. Anyways, I wrote <laughs> I wrote him back. And was like, hey, yeah, I'm an animator. Here's a link to some of my stuff. And they just wrote back, looks great. What did you have in mind? And, <laughs> and I was like thinking that they had something in mind. Yeah. That's why they were reaching out. But Right, right, right. But um, I was like, okay, give me give me some time to like binge a bunch of recent episodes and see what I can come up with. So I found this little one-minute soundbite. Well, I, I had to edit about five minutes worth of audio down to this little one-minute thing that 
I thought worked pretty well because it it was a it, it had a fun pace to it, and then it had like a punchline at the end. Um, so I completed it for them, and they love it. And they just they shared it on their Patreon first, and then waiting to share it on their social media. So I'm excited to finally share that with everyone. Nice, yeah, we're gonna take a listen to it. But yeah, I do. I have right? at least the audio of it. So here's if you want to see the video, yeah. I'm sure by do now some, some context. So like, who are they talking oh, to? Yeah. Right now? Um, so the the guy you're gonna hear talking most of the time is their guest for the episode, and that's Eddie Bravo, which uh, he's a, like world renowned jujitsu. Uh, fighter, I guess, and and trainer, and he's also one of Joe Rogan's buddies, and he's on there all the time. He's, uh, you know, he's pretty open about being a flat earther and things like that. He goes he goes deep, but in this in this one, Eddie's talking about um, kind of like the history of the universe, and and then finishes with um, how he doesn't need science to prove that like viagra works yet you'll see where he's going with it but (laughs) it's it's really good and if by now you can probably find the video on on my youtube or on my yeah we'll post it or look up tinfoil hat so yeah you'll see it on the probably tinfoil hat or sorry two dudes in (laughs) LA. yeah well you you will see it on on tinfoil hat yeah here's the audio that i cut for it we're a speck of dust in this fucking endless ocean and you know, it's a whole story. It's like the Big Bang. We came from nothing and we fucking exploded, right? And then there was dinosaurs. And then the dinosaurs died out. Then the cavemen came. And then we, no, no, then the monkeys came, sorry. And then we came from monkeys. But some monkeys didn't evolve, uh, but we did. Then endless space. So when you look at the whole story, the end game is a one world order. The best way to get everyone to agree to this one world order is a fake alien invasion. Let me ask you, dude, there is actual science called transit photometry. It's basically using light to measure a planet's like density and even their radius. Is that bullshit? I've looked into that. That's all stuff we have no access to, to, to verify. That's called faith. Like, you know, I don't need faith to, uh, for instance, Viagra, the science, whatever the science is in Viagra, I don't need to read a scientific study on Viagra to know it works. Proof is in the boner. Right? Exactly. Ah, Proof is in the book. Ah, the same ah. thing, the same thing. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Noise. Turned out good. Um, I think I said before that Eddie Bravo says he doesn't need science. He says he doesn't need faith to know that Viagra oh. works. Um, yeah, so that was fun. And check out the video. I worked on it for a while. Uh, what else we got here? Oh, just real quick. I, I, I added this note at the last minute, but like yeah. on our Podbean where we host the this podcast you can see where our listeners are mm-hmm. and where do you think the number two besides the u.s listeners is swedish <laughs> well that's in the notes but yeah sweet uh, we have quite a few swedish listeners well, hello. so uh Durgen Duncan? I don't. I don't speak oh. Swedish. <laughs> a lot of my ancestors are from Sweden, so maybe yeah. they're that. Maybe that's who's listening. So I just wanted to give a shout out. Uh, if you are in Sweden and you're listening, reach out to us on yeah, uh, TDLA Podcast at gmail and tell us how did you find us Let's and pen pals. and what do you think of the show? You know? Yeah, tell us what Sweden's like. I've never been. Never really even been to Europe or across the Atlantic yeah. or outside of my house. So. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. I mean, um, we have yet to complete the saga that is your life. What else we got going <laughs> oh, on? Oh, jeez. I'm sorry, guys. It's been a minute. Um, 
I just wanted to shout out to a couple things that have been happening in my family. Um, I finally met my baby niece. Um, I'm drawing a blank now. Isabella. Okay. <laughs> I was like, you're drawing a blank of where you are? No. I don't know where you're... <laughs> wait, wait, what happened? Who are you? <laughs> yeah. Huh? Uh, yeah, Isabella, I got to meet my baby niece. It's awesome. She's cute. She's tiny. Uh, so congratulations to my sister and her, her husband. Uh, they have a cute family. Aww. And then my next oldest sister uh, just got married. And so congratulations to her and her husband. Mm-hmm. Uh, drove out to... Both of them live in Arizona. The The one with the baby lives in, like, Tucson area, and the other one lives in Phoenix. So I, I drove... I was able to go to Arizona two different times within, like, a month of each other. Thank you to Best Buy for working with me on that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, shout out to Best Buy. Sponsor us. Thank you. <laughs> Sponsor us, yeah. Uh, but it was good to see... It's always nice to see family. You know, I go... We, living in L.A., we don't have family out here. We go long stretches yep. without seeing them, so it's it's always energizing. Um, so, yeah, the wedding was nice because a, a lot of family came out for that. Um, cool. And then... Uh, yeah, this is interesting. <laughs> So when I'm when I was in Arizona for my sister's wedding, my uncle, uh, who I'm really close to, he just kind of mentioned offhand. He was like, "Yeah, you know, I just because um, he did tw- the 23 and Me, where you you like I don't know, give him your spit, and they tell you like, oh, you have a little bit of European and a little bit of Asian or African, yeah. whatever, and they just kind of tell you what your biological makeup is. Yeah, and he's like somebody else." on their in the 23 and me database matches up to him genetically where they're like a niece or nephew or an aunt or uncle and i was like well, okay that's cool you know didn't really think much of it yeah um and then after i got back from arizona he called me and he's like uh yeah it's so by the way you have a brother <laughs> i was like wait what <laughs> yeah i wish audience would that's what i wish we had what about uh <laughs> oh, that's right um, yeah so i guess uh shortly after my parents split up when i was two or three years old my dad just you know he had a one night stand maybe a rebound of some sort or something mm-hmm. never saw or talked to the girl again and uh she had a baby and put him up for adoption and I have wow. a 25 year old brother who wow. lives, who lives and you in reached Utah. out. Yeah, so yeah, you showed me a picture, and I was like, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, yep. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. He looks like a mix between my dad and I. Yeah. Um. So shout out to my 25 year old brother Evan. Welcome to the Hershey family. Nice. Um. And listen to our podcast. <laughs> yeah. Check out check out the show. You'll get a little shout out there. Um. But yeah, I can't wait to meet him. You know, we we catch up through facebook and stuff and so that's a fun little development and then uh, i have no idea what this next one means (laughs) my my other brother who's he's written into the show and stuff he loves it he listens to every episode so i'm Uh sure he'll hear this uh bailey or jake as he goes by i guess in college um he he joined the same fraternity that i was in in college oh cool and you know, I had a blast, and his first year of college, like, he graduated high school a year early, uh-huh. and so his first year of college, he's, like, you know, 17 years old, and he would just take the train from, like, the south end of Salt Lake all the way up to the university, yeah. go to school, and then come back, and it was just, he wasn't really working, but he was, it was basically home and school, and there wasn't a lot of socializing. Yeah. So I told him, I was like, next year, 
just just go to like the rush week where you can kind of like visit all the different fraternity houses and see what you think and he ended up joining sig ep sigma phi epsilon which is the same fraternity i joined and it's he's been having a blast like it's been life-changing yeah. for him and it's been really cool to Do see they, like have a house and stuff yeah they, yeah they on on the greek row they call it or whatever Interesting. But it, you know, it's it's been cool to just see him come out of his shell, and he he has so many friends now, and all, he's cool. having all these experiences. And did he get in because you're an alumni? Um, I I don't know if I mean I'm sure he mentioned it, and I'm sure that probably helped because that call that by definition that what that means is he's my legacy. That's what that right. is. So he's a legacy in the fraternity. I only know that because of Pitch Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so so I'm sure I, I'm sure that helped. But yeah, it was he says it was one of the best decisions he's made in college, and he always thanks me for recommending it to him. And it sounds like our our next youngest brother uh, might be looking into it when he oh, goes to college. Nice. But uh, so Bailey has been doing really well. And just got voted president of Sigma Phi Epsilon. What? Yeah. Holy crap. For his... How long has he been there? Uh, what? Maybe two years now oh, or a wow. year and a half. Oh, okay. I gotcha. And that yeah, so he's president of uh, probably about 100 members. Nice, at the dude. University of Congrats. Utah. It's, it's pretty... It's quite an accomplishment and a lot of responsibility. Um, but he's he's the face, you know. He goes to the meetings now, and he represents them, and he tells them what's up. And when they step out of line, he's got to like set them down. And it's a really good leadership role for him, and That's awesome. something you can put on a resume, definitely. Oh yeah. So good, good for good him. Job, good job, dude. You know, making stuff happen in college. I'm yeah proud of him. So. Uh, so yeah, that's enough with my family stuff. Before we get into some of these other topics, what have you been up to, Wadi? What's what's been going on in nothing, the life of Wadi? Nothing too much. I mean, all the same. The thanks Thanksgiving was really fun. Uh, video game wise, I'm playing Red Dead Online, which has been insane. Yeah. Um, I, watched I beat a little. Red Dead, the story, which is also insane. And uh, I mean, let's see. Yeah. Uh, oh, I guess another huge exciting thing about uh, me and Sean's project. We got another editor, animator, and that's been looking really cool. Um, and we're starting to take off with that. And that's going to be finally kind of forming and stuff like that. So can't really say what it is yet. I mean, like we already said, it's a TV show, but uh, we don't want to give the idea away. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but really, that I've just been really focused on that. Like, I've been working a lot on the pitch packet and, like, the show Bible and um, learning as much as I can about that. Um, yeah. So, I, I, I mean, I wish I had as cooler stuff like you, but I don't, don't really um, know. I've, I've had more time to think about it. I'm just kind of putting you on the spot <laughs> right now. So. Yeah. No, but that's, that's pretty much it. And work is work. I might be changing up work a little bit. Um. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Cool. Yeah. And I just remembered one more shout out to yes. one of our favorite guests that we've had. Oh, yes, of course. Janine. Yeah. What's up, Janine? What's up? We see you over here. Janine. She released a new song slash music video. So go check it out on her social. Honestly, if you just type in Janine Hogan, she it floods the Google page because yeah. I've done it. <laughs> that sounded so gross. What's it called though? The video ski, uh, jet ski, jet ski. Yes, go check it out. It's, it's cool. really fun. It's cool. The music video is oh, amazing. Yeah, really well um, done. Yeah, very her. <laughs> yeah. So, 
Um, what else we got? Cool. So we have a few sad stuff since we haven't addressed it. Yeah, since since the last time we've we've recorded. Yeah. Uh, we've we've lost some greats. We have two huge. I mean, let's start with the biggest. No, no I mean, not to like. <laughs> wow, that sounds like. A, <laughs> wow. Both people died, and it's sad. <laughs> Uh, but Stan Lee passed. Stan Lee. Which was very sad. Um, for me, why it was really sad is like, Spider-Man has been my favorite, obviously. I got a p- picture over there. Um, superhero and like, uh, the reason why I've been into like superheroes and stuff is like, when my parents got divorced, um, I remember my mom literally like weeks after uh, I was moping, you know. And so my mom went out and found a bunch of old Spider-Man comics and was like, here, here's some Spider-Man. And if I find any more, uh, just let, you know, if you like them, I'll keep looking for them. And I was like, sure. And sure enough, almost every week she would find more Spider-Man comics and start giving them to me. And what I love about Spider-Man is like, he's a nerd. He's a normal person. Because I feel like, no offense against like you know uh, Iron Man and Captain America because I feel like you know Captain America I mean might be I guess a little more like Spider Man in a sense not now because his his whole life is just being a superhero um, especially in the old comics because the old comics they just focused on being superheroes while Spider Man was one of the first comic books that was like no like even superheroes have to deal with living their lives you know what i mean there was a lot of focus on just his regular life yeah so i loved that and i loved that a nerdy person could achieve their goals and also get the girl like Mm. you know that was really inspiring to me and so uh, and i have actually got to i do have a a story of interacting with him it was very brief spider-man yeah (laughs) No, Stanley. Um, it was one of the first ever Comic Cons in Salt Lake City, and I got hired as their press, like as Comic Cons press, Salt Lake City wow. Comic Con. Oh, they're not allowed to call that anymore. I guess it's FanX permanently now. Um, but I was filming, and they pulled me in, and they're like, "Hey, we need you to film this photo op," and I was like, "Okay." So they pulled me in, and in walks Stanley. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. Like, this is insane. And my shoes were Spider-Man Vans. <laughs> I loved them. I wore them out so fast. I still have them, but they're so worn out. Um, and he walks in and sits down and, like, they're kind of getting stuff together. And I, and I film a little bit of him and stuff. And he turns and he's like, hey, you know, in his voice, he's like, what's your name? And I'm like, oh, my name is Alex. He's like, God, oh, nice to meet you. And he just reaches out and I shake his hand and he's like, gotta say, I like your taste in shoes. <laughs> and then I looked down and I didn't even look because I knew what he was talking about. I was like, ha ha ha. And he's like, he's like, yeah, um, you must take after the greats or something. And then he lifts up his foot and he has the exact same Vans no. as I did. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's so cool. Wow. And he's like, I was like, wow. And it was like, it was yeah. meant to be. Yeah. And, and I made some joke about like, you know you're like you know you're in like the fashion uh top when you're when you model your looks after stanley or something and he kind of laughed <laughs> but it was super like a nerdy joke and i'm sure he's heard stuff like that a million times so 
But That's really neat. So, so yeah. then you guys became besties. Besties. I've been over to his house every day. It's been really <laughs> and sad. And you've never washed that hand. Never washed the hand. <laughs> um, but no, so yeah, it's been sad about that. So Yeah, thank you, Stanley, for, I mean, creating yeah. this universe of characters that are going to live for generations. Yeah, exactly. And, and influence. And, you know, I'm looking forward to showing my kids the cinematic universe one day absolutely yeah it's really it's really crazy yeah and then of course uh we have the other guy uh so now (laughs) i'm really talking him down it feels like but i'm really sad about this i cried just as much as i did about stan lee about uh steven steven hillenberg i'm glad you said his last name because i've been saying it wrong this whole time oh hillenberg yeah, right? the uh, creator of SpongeBob SquarePants yeah. at 57 years old. Yeah, poor guy. Passed. So young. Um, I don't want to miss say what it was. Some mm. kind of. I mean, I can look it up. Muscular dystrophy or MS. I can't remember. But yeah, I mean, being an animator, right? Right. I, I love SpongeBob. I yeah. just a few months ago, because I I fall asleep watching something. I have to have something on, and so a few months ago I was like, I'm gonna start SpongeBob from the beginning and just you know Lou go Gehrig's through. disease. Oh, which is okay. <laughs> you want to know what it is? But isn't there another a nervous name? system disease that weakens muscles and impacts physical function? Hmm. That's yeah, it's rough. Yeah, but um, I watched like the first three seasons of SpongeBob all over again, and uh, they hold up. Like I oh, was, yeah. I was legitimately laughing at a lot of it. Um, and then uh, I think it was about season four or five when they kind of reworked the characters and made them cuter. Um, and it, it's, I mean, the show's still great, but but there's something nostalgic about those first like three seasons with the original yeah. designs. And just the the episodes because I've seen them so many times they're so iconic to me. Yeah. Um. So I yeah I, I miss you. I went to I, I, we talked about this in a previous episode back in like February or something. I went to the Annies, which is uh, the basically like the Oscars for the animation industry. Yeah. And um, Steven Hillenberg was there, and they honored him. They gave him the Lifetime Achievement Award. And he was, he stood up, but he wasn't able to like walk up to the stage and accept his award. So the gentleman, and I feel bad I forget his name, but the gentleman who voices SpongeBob, he went up there and accepted the award and, and gave a great speech. And, wow. But I actually got to see Steven this year, so that was cool. Whoa. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, we miss you. Yeah, SpongeBob's been huge and impactful in my life. And, um, like, I mean, there w- I mean, I will always quote, mermaid man and barnacle boy like oh my gosh brilliant yeah and uh i yeah i I mean when i'm at home and i'm flipping through the channels and spongebob comes on i almost rarely change it Mm -hmm. just because it grips me still (laughs) yeah so i hope it like is up there with like the i mean it it's been on for so long so i hope it goes up there like years or something wow it's crazy i hope it like goes up um you know, with like the Flintstones and the Simpsons, and you I think know, it will. I don't know. I hope so. I think for yeah, it is. It's one of those. 
Um, <sighs> well, let's get into uh, the spirit of the episode. Yeah. Yeah. It's the Christmas episode. And I, I don't have, like, a Christmassy... That's all Yay! right. Yay! Christmas episode. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. I mean, we... we... <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this will, this will be kind of a short little part of it, but, you know, I just... It's Christmas. It's December. You it's... know... Magic! Thank you. <laughs> it would not be a T. Dilla podcast without that. Yeah. Um, so I just want to kind of like, yeah, just bring up some memories, you know? Okay. Uh, I Christmas and holidays in general is just a big nostalgia trip for me. Yeah. And I blame my mom because she's super nostalgic. She just loves that kind of stuff. Yep. Um, it's a great feeling. It is, right? And like, I'm excited to go home. I'm going to have like a good long week week and a half to be with family and stuff it's gonna be really great i'm excited um but i just kind of wanted to like talk about christmas in general so like what is like the your favorite christmas that you can remember um because like i'm gonna be i I remember mine if while you're thinking yeah you go first so my favorite um honestly was when i served my mission which I know is like getting oh, really religious, but it was just um, you, where were you? Texas McAllen. So literally, where you're hearing all these like border war. It's not a war, but that's what everyone's saying. That's literally right where I served, right along the border of Texas and Mexico. Spanish speaking. Um, Spanish Still speaking. Spanish. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, it's <laughs> been seven years, which is gross to say out loud, but uh, yeah, I mean. I can definitely understand it and stuff like uh, there was someone who dropped off a package and it was ripped and I went and I heard her drop it off and then I opened it up and I picked it up and she was going down the stairs and she's like, Espanol? and I was like, see, sí. and then she told me that she fell while she was walking over mm. and like she ripped it and she was so sorry. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, are you, are you her or like, you know, and she was like, no, 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 I'm fine. You know, gut blood was gushing out of her. No, no, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, you were like, like, no problema. And then when you close the door, you're like, Pichy puta. Oh, oh, no, I did not. <laughs> uh, anyways, that was probably one of my favorites. Uh, but I do remember very distinctly that was probably, you know, as more of an adult, I would say. But I will say distinctly, I remember when I got an N64. Yeah. That because video games were just like a fun little thing that you did. But then I was like 10 or 11. No, I was much longer than that. I was 9 or 10 mm. or something when I got an N64. And like I got Zelda uh, with N64. So, you know. Goodbye world. Yeah. <laughs> but that's when like I, I really like fell in love with gaming. Like that's that's the moment. When I got my N64, yeah, that yeah. was it for me. So, okay. That's cool. I really all, the only way I can sum up my answer to this is that there was this string of Christmases where I was my my grandparents on the Fawson side they got me the latest handheld system. Cool. So it was like it was literally like one Christmas Game Boy Color, next Oof. Christmas uh, Game Boy Advance, Ooh. next Christmas Game Boy SP. Dang. So it was like getting all the newer Pokemon games and the newer <laughs> systems, and it was just like, uh, yeah, was, that was a good few years there. Did you ever get a gift and you were like, man, 
this would have been cool two years ago. <laughs> like, um, like I remember when I was like 12 or 11, my grandparents got me toys, like action figures. <laughs> but I was like 12, you know what I mean? So yeah. I was like, you, I was starting to be already like, gotten ah, I'm too cool for Gaming that. systems and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, ah, I'm too cool for that now. I'm in middle school. Even though I would secretly play with them in the showers uh, to this day. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I did play for them for there. a while. Yeah, because it was like, I don't know. It was like a movie, but um, I I can't remember a lot of the presents, but I do I do uh, have like some videos from Christmas, and uh, my grandparents have a video of me pulling socks out of the the stocking, uh-huh. and I just go socks, <laughs> and then I throw them. <laughs> and now the appropriate and now response. that I look back as an adult, I'm like I can really use socks right <laughs> now. <laughs> can always use more Dude. socks. Yeah, I got. Um, <laughs> those uh slippers last year and i love them right and if i was given to them as a kid i would have been pissed but i love them i'm like just get more practical as an adult yeah (laughs) yeah i made a funny uh i made a funny video not too long ago where it's like christmas morning as an adult because like two years ago i like woke up on christmas i went out to the christmas tree and it was the first year that uh, no it wasn't two years ago Wow, that would have been ridiculous if I was twenty-seven and or twenty-six, and my mom was still putting Christmas presents on the tree. <laughs> it was a while; like it, I, it had to have been like I was twenty-two or something. And and my and my, yeah, a lot of my family members were still young. Okay, so it wasn't um, for you that she was doing. No, this. no, she wasn't but even keeping then, up the illusion for, for no, Watson. But even then, it was like, oh, at least there's presents under the tree during Christmas, you yeah. know. <laughs> but then, like, yeah, it was one of the years where like there was no presents because we all, you know, we we don't really need them anymore. It was kind of sad. <laughs> I got really sad. Well, I think um, I think the reason why practical gifts make more sense and we appreciate them more is partly because as adults, we can afford to buy the toys that we want. Mm-hmm. And so when the holidays come around and we're getting socks and and soap and deodorant, we're like, I've been needing this stuff forever <laughs> yeah, and I just exactly. haven't been spending money on that. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like yeah. you're catching up on all these things you needed. <laughs> yeah. This year I've been like, oh, should I tell – because we draw names in our family. I'm like, oh, should I tell my brother I want this? Or should I just buy it myself <laughs> right now? I don't know. It's been pretty funny. What about um, Christmas movies? Do you ever have like a movie that you like grew up always watching? Or that you yep. still watch to this day? Yep. What do you got? Jim Carrey's Grinch. Oh, I mean, come on, right? I went, and, brilliant. Saw, I went and saw it in theaters. Yep, and I've watched same. it every year since. It's so good. Um it's like it's like my mom's favorite so it yeah. was it was always just every year she would like round us up and we would watch it together yeah so. yeah i remember watching the cartoon when i was like really really little and then once you know my mom was like no like your favorite one of your favorite actors jim carrey is playing that cartoon character i couldn't really get it <laughs> I was like, okay, like I don't really, and then you see it, and it's just like, oh my gosh, this is so great. It was, it was everything we needed. I really don't, <laughs> and like I haven't seen the new one, hmm. but I don't hear good things about it. <laughs> yeah, I haven't heard anything amazing. What was good about it was the freaking marketing in LA. <laughs> yeah, no, the marketing was on point. So whoever was doing that, because like. I saw tons of people like taking pictures of it and sharing it. And yeah. It's like that's what you want. 
So. so if you're not in L.A., I don't know what it was like in your city, but there were just billboards everywhere of the Grinch and then hit, like, a quote of him saying something, and it was always super sarcastic and very relevant to L.A., like, oh, how's your acting career going? Or, <laughs> I love when the light turns green and no cars move. and like <laughs> Terrible. So great. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a great one. For me... It was, um, well, I always liked the little claymation ones, like Santa oh, Claus is right. coming to town. Rudolph yeah, Rainer's I loved reindeer. watching those on, like, Saturday morning cartoons during December Dude. and stuff. Yep. Um, but also, the one that really resonated me resonated with me was um, Christmas hard. Story. Oh, I wish. <laughs> no, a Christmas Story. Uh, just because that's how my brain worked as a kid. And it still works to that to this day. It's just less like manic. <laughs> yeah. But like, I would think all the time, like, oh my gosh, like if I turn in this paper to my teacher, what if she, you know, in front of the whole class thinks it's the worst, or all of a sudden is like the best, and then I'm lifted up on the shoulders of my, you know, and that's why I <laughs> yeah. became, you know, a writer. But <laughs> I gotcha. But like, it kind of resonated me with a lot because I was like, oh my gosh, Ralphie thinks like I do. So I don't know. That's kind of how it, uh, why I always like to watch it. And I don't watch it until Christmas Eve or Christmas Day because it's just, it's one that's so sacred. Yeah. So it's a a ritual, a Christmas ritual. Yes. Another Christmas ritual. Um, what about some favorite Christmas songs? And I actually, I want to ask you because I love finding new songs and I feel like I find some new every year. Does this have to do with what you're about to say about rituals? Yeah, because I because oh. I listen to Christmas so- certain Christmas oh. songs. I have to listen to certain Christmas songs. Um, I I don't know what what I really have to say about Christmas music. I mean, I you're a music dude. Do you <laughs> yeah. not listen to Christmas music? Well, not on my own time because it's everywhere. Sure, <laughs> that makes sense. I mean, I work at Best Buy and <laughs> it's the holiday 20%. music has started. <laughs> right, it's. There's literally three or four different kinds of uh, John McCartney's Christmas song. What's what is that? Uh, Uh, Simply having a wonderful Christmas. I hear that sing by four different people at work every day. So I I enjoy it because I I love getting in that nostalgic vibe. Um, I love I I have fond memories of like going to the malls for Christmas and stuff. Oh, I love the malls during Christmas. Yeah, but there's always also like, oh, and if you're from Utah, Temple Square. Heck yeah, it's a, it's like a must do. Yep, even religious if, or not. Yeah, even if you're not part of the church, it's open for everyone, and it's a great thing to do. So it's a great thing. Yeah, um, bundle up. So good good memories of like you know you go to the mall, you see Santa, you have some hot chocolate, and then you go walk around. Uh, Temple Square and it, it's yeah so that was fun um, but I don't know really what to say about music what yeah. uh, did you find something this year well um, my favorite um, so <laughs> I have two <laughs> I have two favorite Christmas songs as an adult as an adult I really love Real Big Fish's um, Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer Oh, because okay. it's amazing. It's like a ska cover of Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. Oh, nice. And then there's a song that's in the Santa Claus 2 soundtrack <laughs> that's called <laughs> <Wow>. Naughty Christmas. <laughs> oh. 
and um, which he which they play as he's spray painting uh, on the inside the gym, and he's so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I like that one a lot. But growing up, I always liked the. Um, Alvin and the Chipmunks song, Christmas, mm. Christmas time. Is I used here. to, I used to be able to do those high pitched voices really well, and yeah. so like my aunt had this karaoke machine, and they always wanted me to do do that song around Christmas. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I liked that one a lot, and um, yeah, I don't know if like they did this for you, but during uh, like church, because obviously Christmas, you know, it's religious. Uh, but for our church Christmas parties, they would always get the choir from like the local school to come hmm. and, uh, they would always sing like Rudolph the red Nose reindeer, but like also do like ones they made up and stuff. It's interesting. Oh, fun. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I always, I, I've found, let's see, um, I actually have discovered, without a doubt, the worst Christmas song. Okay. It is a. It is. I'm getting nothing for Christmas, but it's spelled nothing for Christmas, and it is done by Rosie, right? Rosie O'Donnell. O'Donnell. <laughs> yep. Rosie O'Donnell and Smash Mouth. Oh, oh! You posted something on your social media. I did. About this. I posted about how I found the worst song I, of all time. I remember hearing Smash Mouth, but I didn't know Rosie O'Donnell had anything to do with yeah, it. Yeah, on the on the like artist, it says me and Smash Mouth because it's Roseanne mm. or Roseanne Rosie Christmas. <laughs> wow! So, um, yeah, it is the worst song. If you want to look it up and listen to it yourselves and report back, it, I actually got it. Well, I just have Apple Music, so like, I added it because I remember my mom was a huge fan of Rosie, and she had the album. But yeah, I listened to that song and I was like, "This is terrible!" <laughs> like, it literally starts off with like Rosie being like, "Hey, Smash Mouth, want to go shopping with me? Let's go get some chestnuts." <laughs> oh, it's so bad. Um, I don't know why, but one song that comes to mind. I, I, not necessarily as a worst Christmas song or anything, but just as a like a rock band Christmas song yeah. is uh, Blink 182's song. I don't know what it's called, but it's like 40 seconds and it's really fast. And it's just like it's Christmas Eve and I've only wrapped two fucking presents. Christmas Eve and I've only <laughs> I've wrapped two fucking presents. And I hate, hate, hate your guts. I hate, hate, hate your guts. And I'll never talk to you again unless your dad will chuck me off. I'll never talk to you again oh my unless gosh. your mom will touch my cock. <laughs> Ejaculate into a sock. Yeah, wow, I've never heard that before. Yep. Wow. <laughs> Interesting. It's like you're you're listening to their album. The album's called "Take Off Your Pants and Jacket." <laughs> but yeah, it's like you're listening to the songs, and then this 40, 40 second like blah, just really fast thing <laughs> comes out of nowhere. That's funny. It's pretty good. It goes back. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Well, you guys listening, what is your favorite Christmas movies, songs, memories growing up? Let us know. Tweet at us at TDLA Podcast. Or, um, sorry, I closed a ring on my new Apple Watch. Mm, or write into our Gmail at tdlapodcast at gmail.com. Thank you. Yes. Well, it's time to get to some segments. Yeah. And the first one is one that's a little serious. I hope you guys don't mind. And now you're invited to join Watson. 
on empowering letters for important people. Dear Santa Claus, or Chris Kringle, or Paris Noel, or Popo Shisho, Santa Claus reference. Listen, big boy, from one big boy to another, I just want to write this letter saying how much I love you. Your rosy cheeks, your belly full of jelly, or is it that you wiggle full of jelly? It doesn't matter if you have a belly full of jelly or if you're, or if you're jelly jellies. Listen, you be proud of who you are. You understand? Us big boys, we got to stick together until the end, okay? We don't need these skinny bitches coming in and telling us how to live our life. You should, you know what you should do? You should join Weight Watchers, not to lose weight, but to make everyone in the group gain weight. I'm talking about fruitcake. I'm talking about putting me a fig. What the hell is fig? I don't know. I'm a millennial, bitch. And why can't we, you know, why can't instead of, ah, bikini models, body, why can't we do a roll, a, a, a bowl full of jelly belly, right? That's what I'm talking about. That's what I want. I want to see Victorian secret, mo Victorian secret model Santa Claus issue, okay? Where you are doing all kinds of naughty poses, just flapping it around all right santa claus so do us all a favor for the fat kids everywhere come out of your shell and show us your booty hole thank you wow thank you everybody that was yet another i want an applause oh. i want an applause My audience bad. sorry yet another from yes. Thank you, Pachisi, for doing that. Thank you for that poetry. That... Yeah, I type them up beforehand and then I write them because you can hear that I'm writing every single one. <laughs> but I want I want to make sure I get it right before I write it down. You know what I mean? Well, Santa doesn't accept typed letters. Right. So. Everyone knows he's making a list and he ain't gonna check it twice unless you <laughs> you know you give him a handwritten letter. If you've ever so. wondered. Why am I not getting what I want for Christmas? Yep. Have you been actually writing? Yeah, Santa Claus doesn't do his email, you yeah. dummy. God. If anybody tells you they have Santa's email, laugh in their face, yep. piss in it, piss in it, uh, kick him where it yes, hurts, which is light him on pissing. fire, shove him oh, off a cliff. A little going a little too um, far. Kick their dog. That's drawing the line. <laughs> Just kidding. But yeah. All right, let's get to the next segment. <laughs> You're right. This is a great one. This is your favorite. Oh, here we go. Don't you dare laugh. I mean it. Yes, he does. Because if you laugh, then we do all those things that I just listed in order. Oh, my gosh. Um... So it's it's a life or death thing, really, laughing. Yep, life or death. I got a gasoline. <laughs> I got gasoline. That's all I'm trying to say. I forget who went first, but I'll, I'll, I'll give you the ball here. You got me go first? Yeah. Okay. Good. I've been watching a lot of workaholics. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> right? And um, they're a little bit longer, but I promise they're worth it. 
These are two of my favorite moments. They're also like super viral on Comedy Central's YouTube. Um, well, they're not all workaholics. We'll just start with the first one. Okay. And uh, this is where the gang. No, that's not. That's always sunny. The workaholics. <laughs> Uh, their friend Jillian has to fire somebody and she doesn't think she can do it so they decide to do a role play to show her how it's done okay I got an idea what if we do like a little scrimmage Adam you be the fiery that doesn't make much sense kind of the top gun (laughs) I will be the firer okay and no matter what this guy says or throws my way you know I'll just power through and I'll I'll fire the guy okay it's real easy are you ready I'm ready okay let's uh let's get to it Adam uh I'm sorry to say this, but uh, we gotta let you go, bud. You're firing me? <laughs> I work here for 60 years, building this company from the ground up, and you're firing me. Sorry, dude. I ain't going out like no bitch. <laughs> bitch. Oh Anders, you heard anything? Skip this part. What are you doing? You fire me. I'll kill you <laughs> and everybody in here. Ah, oh, do what he says, Blake. Uh, you really think I'm that stupid? What are you talking about? <laughs> Check the gun hot shot. Very clever. <laughs> Very clever. You take the bullets out of my gun. Yeah. Don't well, let's see if you can take the bullets out of this. Butterfly knife. <laughs> <laughs> Jillian, go ahead and give this guy a cigarette, because I'm about to light him up. <laughs> what are those sunglasses? sunglasses. Cool. <laughs> That's about it. From my- <laughs> <laughs> I love workaholics. That's great. I'm sorry. I love them. Oh, no! <laughs> bum, 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 bum. Boom. So, we crashed. No, I just um, accidentally closed the soundboard, but oh, we'll get there. Oh, we're back. All right, your turn. Um, Surf. But yeah, so one of the guys, he pulls out a hot dog and <laughs> yes. uses it like a gun. <laughs> that was pretty it's good. It's so great. So I got to I gotta put a little backstory to mine, because I actually had a, an experience over the last week. Um, I, was, I was working at Best Buy, and... I recognize this YouTuber that I used to watch years ago. What? His name's uh, Zach Anner. Okay. And he used to make... Well, I guess he still kind of does once in a while. He, he was telling me he's going to bring him back. But he does these videos called Workout Wednesday. So he has cerebral palsy. He's in a wheelchair. But he does these Workout Wednesdays where he like attempts to do workouts or like play a sport or some kind of activity. And he just... He's got like a great sense of humor, and while like while he's attempting these things, he's giving like these inspirational quotes, and they're like really funny. And um, he he's like gotten so big, he like wrote a book, and he's Whoa. been on, he's been on Oprah. What? Yeah, and then um, he's now um, on he's now one of the story editors on a show called Speechless, which hmm. is about. A, a character who has cerebral palsy. Oh, okay. So yeah, he's he's like really made a good career for himself, and I'm I'm happy to see that for him. But uh, this is I so I hadn't watched his YouTube in a while, and this is a clip of him surfing or you know 
his buddies like basically hoist him on a board and he kind of body surfs. Yeah. But this is just some of the things that he says while he's on the board. It's really good. Don't be like Captain Ahab and spend your whole life obsessed with one whale. There's other fish in the sea and there's tons of dolphins. And dolphins are always down to fuck. <laughs> when salt water, make salt water taffy. Just remember to take the taffy out of your pants before you put them in the washer. Otherwise, <laughs> you're going to be sucking taffy out of your crotch for weeks. And that looks weird. You can't always count on David Hasselhoff or Pamela Anderson to save your life. Sometimes your only lifeguard is going to be a 15-year-old boy. And yeah, he'll give you CPR. But he'll also cuff your boob because he's a purr. <laughs> I guess it's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did some videos for uh, Soul Pancake. Oh, really? Yeah. So you recognize him? Yeah. I didn't get to work with him while I was over there, but uh, that's cool. Yeah. That's he's, funny. He's a good guy. So we're keeping in touch. and No, you are? Don't want to name drop, but we might have a guest someday. Stop it. So, yeah. <laughs> that would be dope. I'd, I'd freak out. Yeah. So, awesome. Okay. okay, so have you this, heard this next video? Uh, have you heard <laughs> yeah, about the I'm, meme? I'm I'm aware of the memes. Okay, so you've already <laughs> seen this video? Yeah. Dang it. Let's just play it. <laughs> well, I don't know if there's a lot of audio to this, right? So we should probably tell Oh, them. I guess so. Okay, so <laughs> the internet is a weird place. You may have seen the meme about the guy who has no neck. <laughs> He, they made a lot of jokes about it. Or, it's, just, it's really wide. Yeah, but it like hides behind his face. So it's wide but short, but it's like built. Yeah. And then there's another kid who I didn't even know this kid existed until this video. Oh, really? Yeah. Daddy Longneck? Yeah, but they all met and they have a great time. And here so, we go. So wait, I knew about Daddy Longneck because... Um, Tom Segura and Christina Pajitsky on Your Mom's House podcast. Mm-hmm. They they play some of his videos and kind of oh, make fun of him. And <laughs> that's funny. So I'll yeah. check him out more. Um, yeah, this they those two famous neck meme guys got together and made a video. Yeah, being best friends. <laughs> oh, and that fucking wide neck. Oh, he don't want to smoke. Why that nigga daddy long neck? I'm about to beat his ass. Where he? I'm about to snap his ass. So that's what All I was wondering matter. is either one of them had to fly to the other one mm-hmm. or by some miracle, they live in each other's neck of the woods. Yeah, I don't know. There's got to be a, a six-part Netflix documentary series about I wonder how this happened. So I'm really curious to see what their next video is. Ah! <laughs> it, sounds like you, it sounds like you missed my comment about the neck of the woods. No, I did. <laughs> I, I got all of it. Um, let's see what else we got. Um, it's good to have a friend who's willing to stick their neck out for ah! you. Right? <laughs> All right. So my second clip. 
Did you know, so this is in honor of Stan Lee, mm-hmm. did you know he had a series with Pamela Anderson? I did. Stripperella. <laughs> Stripperella. Dude, it was like my fantasy growing up, dude. Uh, yeah. Trying to catch a, a, a viewing of Stripperella, but really she doesn't like get naked I or think anything. there were titties. Were there? Yeah. Oh. Some cartoon titties. Anyways, Stan Lee had a show with Pamela Anderson <laughs> about a stripper with superpowers. And in this clip... You're you're not going to hear anything for the first half, but what she's doing is um, a monkey has taken over a tank and is uh-huh. and is driving the tank through the city. So she gets on the front of the barrel of the tank and blows, and the monkey comes popping out oh of the gosh. top of the tank, and then the Jeez. army comes and catches the monkey. Okay. All right, and Yay. then it's the following. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Stripperella. That was one hell of a blowjob. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm gonna go spank the monkey. You know, everything he said was completely relevant, yet somehow it just felt inappropriate. And there you go. <laughs> wow. A lot of innuendos happened yep. in that short little po- period of time. Wow. Oh, that's great. It's great. Bring back Stripperella. Hashtag. <laughs> this next one is another Workaholics video. Uh, this is about how much Adam's character, how much it would take for him to give a blowjob. Oh, speaking of blowjobs. Yeah, right? This leads perfectly into it. So. Yeah, good segue. Okay. All right, I got a serious question. For $100,000, would you suck a man's penis? Man's penis? Yeah, no. Yeah, you get to pick the dude. Yeah. So final dick approval. Oh, All yours. Of course. Choose any yes. dick I want to. Yes. Whoever's dick, except for me and Blake's. Yeah. All right. Well, then yeah, totally. <laughs> okay. Uh huh. Hundred right. G's? Yeah. Woo. I think so. All right. Okay. What about seventy-five thousand? Yo, yeah, yeah. Okay. For yeah. sure. Let's get real. Five grand. Yes. Really? <laughs> Thirty seconds away from getting a pretty sweet used motorcycle. <laughs> No, it would take you way longer than that. No, I Who do you think I'd you be... are? Are you kidding me right now? You've seen these lips? I have. <laughs> avoid the presence of me eating a kielbasa? No. It's redonk. Wow. It's okay. weird. Girls, girls are like, I'm impressed by that. Okay. <laughs> what is the absolute least amount of money you could get paid to blow a guy? Now we're talking. If I'm honest with myself? Yeah. I'd have to say $900. Oh my God! <laughs> Oh, I love that show. I'm watching it again. I'm, I'm in, I'm in season four, and I literally started it like last week. Wow. <laughs> I'm just piling through. Okay, so over these. 30 some odd episodes uh-huh. I found some funny clips of people attempting to say things yes episode one purple burglar alarm purple burglar purple burglar classic purple burglar alright yep and then later we had you have this we, all set up we had the Worcestershire guy yep one just start a shine one chest is shishara. One chest is shush. 
Shushar. Shushar? <laughs> All right. So now we have Defibrillator. Yay! <laughs> Which totally makes sense. I can't blame this guy. Uh-huh. Okay. Here, wait. Can you say it? Defibrillator. Okay. Defibrillator. Work on those, people. <laughs> um, well, cool. Well, guys, I've been working all day. Yeah. And we have some questions, but if with Sean's permission, I'm, just moving. I'm fading fast. Okay. Can we just can we do the closing segment the closing? here? Yeah. If you're cool with that. Um. Yeah. So we always close with an excerpt of some kind, and I've been finding a lot of gold in the Reddit writing prompts. I love these. I think this is my third one now. So on Reddit, there's a subreddit where, uh, in the subject, somebody will put a prompt for a short story, and then in the comments, people just spit ideas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so this one is, the prompt is. It's cute when your kids uh, send Santa a letter. It's surprising when Santa sends a letter back. <laughs> it's worrying when the two become regular pen pals. Oh, no. And it's horrifying when you start reading the letters yourself. Oh, no. And so this uh, this one was submitted by the, the Redditor Alina KG. So thank oh, you for great. the submission, Alina KG. So this is, this is just a series of back and forth letters is all. All right. Okay. Dear Santa, thanks for the BB gas gun. I I did like you said and aimed for the birds. Love, Tim. Dear Tim, I'm so happy you're enjoying your new toy and are putting it to good use. Remember, birds are all winged rats, even the colorful ones. We've had an increase in ninja sword requests this year, and I have one here with your name on it. If you thought the gun did wonders for your bird problem, wait till you see what this thing can do. Keep well, Santa. Dear Santa, thanks for the cool sword, but Mom says I'm not allowed to keep it anymore. She's making me go to some guy called a therapist. He's okay, (laughs) I guess, but his room smells like feet. This year, I was wondering if I could get a new mom. I want to visit this one still, but only on Mother's Day. Dad says I have to. Love, Tim. Dear Tim, I'll see what I can do about your mom. Here are some fireworks to pass the time. (laughs) Love, Santa. Dear Santa... Mom broke her jaw in an accident. Her mouth is wired shut, and she looks like a robot. Can you make her better? Her face is all blue, and she looks sad all the time. I also don't want a new one anymore. I was just mad about the sword. Mom's actually really nice. Also, I left the fireworks on the porch by accident, and they got wet. Sorry. Love, Tim. Dear Tim, how'd you like a real gun instead? The elves and I decided to join a more profitable market. Love, Santa. Dear Santa... Therapist says that I shouldn't talk to you anymore. (laughs) Mommy found the letters, and she said she's going to call the police. I thought I'd let you know because you gave me the cool gas gun. Mom took that away, though, uh, but it's okay. I didn't like hunting the birds anyway. Anyway, thanks for all the stuff. 
Hope all, hope all of you don't go to jail like mommy says. So someone's there to feed the reindeer. Love Tim. <laughs> nice. Um. Yeah. Oh. All right. Very cool. Accidentally hit Kazoo Kid. You can never go wrong with yeah, Kazoo. It's never a bad time for Kazoo Kid. Um, thanks again for listening, everyone. Guys. Tuning into another. Have a merry holiday. Have <laughs> yourself a merry whatever you celebrate. Yes. Unless you're Jehovah Witness. Ooh, got him. <laughs> it's okay. I don't think they use electricity either, so they wouldn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> there you um, go. And thanks to Pat Cheesy. Gosh, know, I love you, Patrick Coffin. Always coming in clutch with yes. the intros and the Still music got new music coming out. Go listen to him. Patrick Coffin, he does all the shit. Um, <laughs> he does all the shit. So, yeah, guys, if you have any questions, if you know whatever your thoughts about the show, um, follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at TDLA Podcast, or email us things, questions, funny clips at TDLAPodcast at gmail.com. Yes. And real quick, Sean. Yeah, I love you. Love you We've too, done buddy. a full year almost We've of this entire this podcast. Yep. Yeah. And uh, and everyone, we'll see you next year. Yep, we'll see you next year. Bye bye.